0: To
1: be Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger.
0: I'm Lindsay Weber.
1: And Lindsay, guess what I have in front of me? B-E-N-A-N-A. What will these two do today? Coffee blocks daily tasks oh sometimes wearing masks b-o-n-a-n-z-a it girl and a divorcee they're sharing shirts and sharing laughs while others share their photographs b-e-n-a-n-a let's update their dossier a large Dunkin' cold brew with vanilla swirl in it
0: we it, you got you got the bad, Yeah, i ordered
1: like- one I ordered it today. I went and got it. Did you watch
0: it. them? Wait, can you tell me exactly what happened? Break it down.
1: It's a pump. Well, I ordered... Well, I was trying to be like all social distance and safe, but I ordered... I ordered it on the app, which I knew you could do, but I'd never done. Yeah, love it. And then I went and I went to my Duncan uh-huh. over on uh, Franklin Uh huh. and went inside and I... So it doesn't say when it's going to be ready. Like the Dunkin' App doesn't give you any details. It's no. just like, congrats. Uh, and so here's your number. It doesn't I say the when. App. So I gave it 10 minutes. I gave it. I ordered it when I knew I would be there in 10 minutes. It's just like sitting I there waiting inside. for you. Well, I saw them make it kind of over the counter. But there was one line. It was sort of you described in the Patreon episode that we released over the weekend. Like this sort of utopian post-COVID Duncan experience Ugh, where there were boxes and all these things. Right. Not there so were, much. There were six-foot markers in this Duncan, but there right. weren't, like... there. I thought there'd be, like, pick up over here, order over here, whatever. And that also is one of those Duncans that has the, the walk-by window that they've never used. Like, I've I've lived near that Duncan for a long time. Like, and why that, wouldn't they just that use window has that never been at used. this point? Yeah. So I thought they would use that for pickup they did not Anyway, so I saw them finish because I I saw them look at the ticket and then look down at my two drinks. And I could tell it was my drink because it looked like the Ben Affleck drink with it was all settled at the bottom. And then she set them to the side and I was like, oh, my God, where do I go? And then there were people picking up on one side, ordering on one side. But it was all anarchy because some people ended up ordering on the other side and picking up on the other side. So I just ended up having to wait. It was fine. And I was like, I'm picking up a number, whatever, because it says the number. She hands me the things. I'm looking at it. I'm like, oh, my God, it looks just like the Ben Affleck thing with this it's settled it looks at the bottom. just there's like a, it
0: do you have a photo of it
1: i here's the problem there's a distinct line at the bottom like it looks like the sand art as i you know as we talked about a couple of weeks ago and then just as you suspected she handed it to me and then she goes woo, 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 woo. she did she the wrist rolled
0: it because she's responsible yeah
1: she's responsible and guess what i let it settle because i it was probably around like eight Fifty-eight forty-five. yeah i let it i was like i'm not gonna drink this until because i want to have an, an honest reaction on the, on the, the recording so it's uh-huh. been sitting in the fridge for over an hour and and i thought okay maybe if i let it sit in the fridge number one i i, I won't be able to drink it i'll be able to have an authentic reaction maybe number two the sweetened condensed milk will settle no, the sweetened condensed milk did not settle. I'm sending you a photo right now of what it looked like after one hour. So you're creaming,
0: but you but you saw the the drink before it got it got. Oh, shaken. I saw
1: it before, and I was like, it looks perfect. There's still sort of a gradation. There's still a gradation post swirl. Like the top is definitely less creamy. This is the worst. But I think so you're confident that confident orders saying... it. I think he orders that, but then he says, "Don't shake it."
0: He doesn't or they say don't, don't shake it. They just didn't shake it. Mm-hmm. Okay, but I mean
1: the callers are correct. Look at it. There it is. I'm gonna take a. I'm gonna take a sip. I have to finally. Okay. I poured it into another it looks vessel. So
0: good, by the way. I just went to the Dunkin' app and found <laughs> the flavor swirls. Is it so? Oh my sweet? god.
1: It's so sweet, but it's good. <laughs> it's I mean, so it's good. so sweet. It's. I just, bet it's so good. It's, I'm so jealous. And and you know what I said because it was a large. It recommended four pumps, and I was like. Hold on, and, I, and so I only put in two pumps. I can't imagine what this is like with four pumps. Oh my god! But that's really good. That's I mean, a that's very vanilla.
0: thick line. Like I think for a large, they must give you that's a very thick line of whatever the fuck's in there.
1: Mm-hmm. But it's not the it's not the uh, the straight edge the way that Ben's was. You see, it's gradiated. It's yeah. an ombre.
0: <laughs> it's an ombre. It's beautiful. I mean, the color on that is gorgeous. It I mean, you're, that you is may- an amazing drink. I really want. You made me open up my Dunkin' app and, like, should I go get one of these after this? Like, I, got, I should. You right? should. Yeah, you should. And I've never done Flavor Swirl, and now I'm like, I should do Flavor Swirl.
1: There are so many Flavor Swirls. Are you looking in the app because well, it so says... Well, so there's a
0: difference between Flavor Shot and Flavor Swirl is what I was yes, confused about. Yes, you have to do, I, I have did to do not swirl. I didn't even know the existence of Flavor Swirls, which is honestly a shame on me. I knew about Flavor Shots. Like, I get those sometimes. Those are a fun, like... <laughs> You love the flavor shots. Yeah. Sometimes when you're like, should I get sugar should I just get like a shot of something? Those are fun. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Flavor swirl. swirl, It says when you are in the app, it says flavor swirls are sweet, creamy, and indulgent. They're
0: definitely indulgent.
1: And then you pick which one you want. I did French vanilla. They have caramel, hazelnut, mocha, butter, pecan. Any of those are probably very good.
0: You can like add the quantity. You can... You, okay. You okay, pimp the number okay, of pumps. Okay, okay, okay. So we have solved the mystery. The mystery is solved with the help of the callers. It is a I Dunkin Donuts cold brew, medium cold brew.
1: It could be with, an iced coffee to be fair, but I
0: think it's a cold mm, brew. I think it, it had a darker color than an iced coffee. Yeah, or it's yeah, an yeah. or it's an iced coffee with no milk and just the swirl, but either way, no That's milk and just yeah. the swirl. Wow. And then
1: they and then the Dunkin employee does not do the woo woo woo. Either because they were told not to or because they didn't feel like it. I
0: don't think it's like, I think sometimes they just don't do it. I mean, I've had many experiences where they don't do the swirl. But you had a very caring and considerate (laughs) Duncan employee do a little swirl for you. Those Duncan
1: employees are great. I love the Duncan employees there. I mean,
0: how do you not love a Duncan employee? I mean...
1: I think of all I was there during the morning rush, so people were getting like food, like breakfast items. Anyway, that's the this is not Duncan Spawn. How many times do we have to say we're we not being paid to do this? We have done
0: Dunkin' Spawn, though, so this, I guess that makes it extra have. sus. But we have not done <laughs> this. Is not actual Dunkin' Spawn. You was are an forgiven investigation. For,
1: you are forgiven for thinking it was Duncan Spawn, but it was not. However, if Duncan would like to advertise their swirls on Who Weekly, just reach out to us. We'll connect you to the God, appropriate people. God, we would people. do a
0: sick ad on that. I mean, we kind of already have, but you get it.
1: <laughs> um, How are you today, Lindsay?
0: I'm good. I'm fine. I just, now I really want Dunkin' Donuts, and I feel like it's now f- so far away from me because we just started well, the recording. Thing
1: is, <laughs> I was going to grab, I was going to get you one and me one, but then I was like, that's too much of a walk. Like, that's, I, that's too, too far. Much of a walk. That's
0: too far. Maybe if we were like, like where you used to live, but not now. To
1: do the... To do the two stops it was like too much like I was like maybe we'll just meet at, the, at you. your Duncan anyway
0: but I will go get one after this and maybe I'll maybe they won't swirl mine and I will check back in okay
1: yeah if they don't swirl yours that'd be great
0: how's your vibe I didn't even ask you oh uh, it's
1: my vibes whatever it's fine well I I won't I won't spoil it because we are going to talk about it on the patreon in a week but I watched Eurovision last night which was a treat and I will say that
0: so your vibe is good
1: my vibe is you know my vibe is good I, I don't know how to answer that question anymore. Like we've we've got we've we've crossed the threshold where it's like I don't know. Every it sucks, but it sucks less than it did earlier. But it still sucks. Okay, sure. who cares? Right. You know. Uh, let's talk about the BET Awards.
0: This BET Awards is a little different. Main thing is it's virtual. We're getting real in touch with being real inside because outside is all on one. It's got COVID and cops and Karen's gone wild. It's like we hated on 2019 so much, it called its brother 2020 to come through and provide a collective Molly And that's precisely why we had to do the awards. Because we deserve a break.
1: Because the BET Awards were last night and they were the first award show in the post-COVID era. Um, and they went all out. It was honestly inspiring to see the ingenuity of like, uh, an award show production team because they were like, we can do this, like we can still do this. I mean, if anything, and it
0: was better because it was tight. <laughs> I
1: I was gonna say I kind of think it was better. Like but, I was like, I hope the I wish the Grammys were all completely pre recorded like this because well, it's the great. thing
0: is, I think for a music performance based award show it was great because you had the artists bringing their own visions like separate then within the show the thing that you're Mm -hmm. missing obviously that is one of the best parts of an award show is the audience reactions and i think that it hurt for that like if Mm -hmm. if i had to pick out a specific thing that was the issue is like you don't get the the audience reactions they did fun bits with like clips of audiences from like old award shows other audiences yeah Yeah. (laughs) Uh that was funny they really got creative i don't Mm -hmm. know how i don't know if any of these artists are social distancing within their own lives really let's be honest because there was like backup dancers and like costumes and all this stuff that you were like this clearly is not just like somebody in a bedroom singing Mm -hmm. so I think it's funny that we've come from like remember the specials that were like the charity specials like where we're all at home and we're all just like in front of a mic in a living room now Mm -hmm. it's like okay so we're still at home but we need to up the ante here so we're gonna like Safely, maybe bring in more people to create Mm -hmm. like a Megan the Stallion performance that is well, Megan the Science.
1: Like, well, I'm not at home, I'm gonna go to the desert,
0: (laughs) right? (laughs) But everyone else,
1: I'm gonna do a Mad Max thing, like, nothing's stopping me here. But all the backup dancers, a fun thing that Amanda Seals, who we've talked about recently, she Took advantage of the, like, because I was sort of like, I was an idiot going into it because I was like, so she's not going to have time to do costume changes. She's not going to have time to do, like, hair and makeup changes. But then I realized it was all fucking pre-recorded. Of course. So she got to do the thing that hosts do, which is wardrobe changes, which is, like, the most fun part of being a host. And she had jokes
0: and she had stuff. I mean, I guess, like, what we love about award shows is that they're live, too. I mean, that's Mm -hmm. another thing you kind of miss is, like, that live feel where it's exciting like what are they and, gonna do well like anything could happen somebody could say something when they accept their mm-hmm. award like when it's pre-recorded you kind of miss a lot of that especially with the acceptance speeches but in terms of performance like let's just talk about straight up like acts performing it's a bit be- it's better to have it like this this is a better mm-hmm. situation but the point is not to compare yeah. them because we'll eventually go back to what we were doing before maybe but or probably let's be real they will Eventually, they did a good mm-hmm. job in the meantime, like instead of just saying we're not doing it all like they did a good substitute for that.
1: Yeah, it's funny also also that we're hearing it from Amanda Seals again. It's like once they are some once like we once we notice them once, then they're like suddenly everywhere. Uh, the other thing that happened was it didn't completely prevent all of the potential award show fuck ups. They actually did a award show fuck up and it was during the in memoriam segment. Segment And oh, a even though it was pre-recorded and done, vodka. they used the wrong Willie Lewis Brown. Someone who was a famous football player named Willie Brown died last year. And they were 78 years old. And so they were going to be part of the BET in memoriam montage, but the BET in memoriam montage producers used the wrong name and title and photo. And they used Willie Lewis Brown Jr., who is a politician. And they put Willie Lewis Brown Jr.'s face behind it. And, and Willie Lewis like Brown Jr. is like dead. alive. He is yeah. alive. Part of right. me, I was looking at his Wikipedia and maybe i'm giving the the producers the benefit of the doubt but it's like he has a politician wikipedia which is confusing cuz in the place where it says born died it has a time frame but it's about the the their time in office so you could easily glance at his wikipedia and be like oh he's dead because it says one date to this date it looks like there's a finality there so like if you weren't really paying attention you could look at his wikipedia and say like oh that's a dead person but then you're just looking at his time in office anyway i'm like willing to forgive <laughs> it also these are always funny people usually have a good sense of humor about this sort of stuff they're
0: pretty we'll- funny it's just like funny also because he's older too so he mm-hmm. you could think he had he was <laughs> <Yeah>. dead like <laughs> yeah, you're like oh, okay like it really is like, like oh. somebody's like all right Oh, he died? (laughs) Like me watching
1: He He died, sad, and then like photo like drag a photo into the Photoshop. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Sad. I mean, you
0: know, some production person was just kind of like getting through the Getting and you know it's like here.
1: if this were the Oscars, you'd be like, "Ooh, that person got fired." But this is the middle of a pandemic. They're like, "You know what? Like Harry, it's okay. Just don't do it again. <laughs> Just like, please research next time. Do one more Google. Do okay, one more okay, Google. Okay. Please, <laughs> okay. please." Haven't you learned anything from Who Weekly that they sometimes do one more Google and sometimes they don't?
0: Haven't you learned <sighs> that sometimes two women are gay and named Rocky Hell, uh, Rocky <laughs> Pennington, Rocky and you mix Pennington. them up? Like, you haven't you learned that from them? <laughs> haven't
1: you learned that sometimes you're like trying to? Make make a book and then you don't do one more Google and find out that your book has already been written.
0: Speaking of, good transition.
1: Thank you. This story will never end and I hope it never does.
0: Every week we're going to have a B Simone update now apparently like much like Banana which is We've F. already Simone. done B
1: Simone, we've done C Simone, D E F. I think we're at F ah! Simone at this point.
0: F Simone. No, this is like genius Simone. This is genius level Simone. Jeez, we had geez, Simone, Simone apologizing. We have now we have Simone coming back like Lazarus from the dead but even stronger than before <laughs> pitching I shit you not, literally being like I'm so upset about how this happened. I can't believe it. And then she transitions to which is honestly It's like genius level. And I never, ever want anyone to experience what I did or make the same mistakes I did. Because of that, I put together a free webinar for young men and women that will be led by industry experts and people who are very knowledgeable in important topics. I asked them to talk about finances, law, and you guessed it, copyright infringement and how not to play yourself. Don't make my mistakes. Learn from my lesson. Link in my bio to sign up. I love you all. This woman is taking her mistake and turning it into a free webinar. Obsessed.
1: And she also got, she got other people to do it. At first, whenever you sent me this, I was like, oh, like, she's just doing the teaching?
0: No, she found
1: other experts to do the teaching. So she's actually letting other people use their voices, which is fun
0: no it's great it's great on every level it's just amazing how this woman is able to twist she's like so i was caught plagiarizing how can i oh a webinar about copyright infringement definitely let's do it
1: it's also an addition to because i guess the website she already owns is bsimonebeauty.com, but the webinar landing page is on besimone.com so it's bsimonebeauty.com slash pages slash (laughs) webinar So it's just a, it's a piece of her beauty line. There is someone there. So it has everyone's names and their um, expertise. So it's like, Candace is doing leadership. Like this guy, I can't even read some of the script. Like Nicole Nicole, Z- Nicole Lynn is doing legal tips every entrepreneur should know. But then there's someone named Patience. And it says how to handle brand crisis and controlling the damage. She's, she's covering all the bases here in this webinar. Well, what's amazing
0: right. is like for somebody whose business is um inspirational speaking and wisdom you have to like learn things so to fuck up is honestly a gift so for her to be like okay well I fucked up I plagiarized maybe uh I'm gonna (laughs) turn this into like the next journey of my self-improvement and like sell it essentially even though yes I know the webinar is free but she'll eventually make money off of whatever this journey is she's going on uh is like kind of ingenious like it's just perfect it's just perfect. Yeah. I'm impressed.
1: Um, speaking of damage control, not really. There's really no eloquent way to transition into this. Uh it's <laughs> Rebecca Vardy's account is fighting back. Wagatha well, Christie is a lawsuit. on the job. <laughs> <laughs> it's dot 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 a lawsuit. <laughs> I'm just happy
0: this story is back so I could remember the first time around, which was so delightful.
1: Remembering it again, like remembering the Rebecca Vardy, Colleen Rooney scandal was really fun. Like my brain was like, ooh, (laughs) that's a fun little trip back to memory lane.
0: It's Rebecca Vardy's account.
1: Should we do like a quick refresher of what happened? Yeah, you do it. So late last year, the WAGs, the, you know, women and girlfriends of of, of footballers in, in the UK... There are two two famous wags, Rebecca Vardy and um, Colleen Rooney, were in the news, in the headlines, because Colleen Rooney discovered that, or she alleged that some personal stories about her life were getting sold to tabloids from one of her friends. And she was like, I think I know who's leaking these stories. So she set up this really iconic... um, sting operation within her Instagram close friends where she only allowed Rebecca Vardy's account to view her close friends content. But she, because she knew it was only Rebecca Vardy linked to it. She just put fake stories up and those fake stories are the ones that would end up in the tabloids. And so she was like, now I know that it's Rebecca Vardy who did it. And she ended her revelation with the iconic. um, And only one viewer was on the stories. It's dot, 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 dot Rebecca Vardy's account. It was an iconic own. It was like, wow, look at all these receipts. This is amazing. Wag at the Christie. She sealed the deal. She closed the case. This is amazing. Now, what? Eight months later, nine months later, Rebecca Vardy is suing Colleen Rooney for defamation. Oh my God. For a million pounds or something like that.
0: Does she have a case?
1: I don't know. There's like nothing. There's, there aren't even that many details here, really. Apparently, she's you know? hired,
0: like, really famous libel attorneys, you know, who mm-hmm. do this for a living. So maybe it was one of the things where they came to her and they were like, you know, you could sue for libel and, like, maybe get some money out of this or something. But it almost just feels like unnecessary legal fees at this point. Or maybe it's yeah. just, like, she, she thinks her reputation is so ruined that she's trying to, like, get a, another foot in it or something to twist the story somewhat
1: yeah i sort of it does sort of ring it does sort of seem like uh, an instance an instance where a lawyer would say hey if you have the money to spend i'm expensive but we can prove like we can make the case that colleen or not Rooney like i'm expensive
0: but if you win money you give me a certain percentage you'll give or something me a lot like that like but i'll it's work like, for free if we win we win
1: it seems like maybe i'm I'm still on team Colleen here because Colleen's case seems like it holds water, but maybe the deal is, and again, I'm not a lawyer, nor do I have all the particulars of this case. What if they can make the case that just because Rebecca Vardy viewed those stories, you can't prove that she said anything to the tabloids. Like, show me the proof that she sent those posts Eh, to the tabloids, you know? But if
0: it's, like, a very specific story that only she knows and is not true, it's hard to, like, say otherwise. I think the other thing is that, Like, Rebecca wants to embarrass Colleen, like Colleen embarrassed Rebecca. And that came, that thought comes from Mm -hmm. this Daily Mail headline Colleen Rooney's wag pals, quote, freaking out over fears Rebecca Vardy leaked private information about them and can, oh, and conduct their own investigations as one million pound legal battle heads to court. I think it's like, it's also just like, if we have this case, then I get to like talk shit about you in the public forum and then I'm getting, I can embarrass you essentially. Cause all that stuff is just, public you and know? maybe
1: the threat of the lawsuit leads to settling the lawsuit and rebecca and Re- Colleen rooney is like you know what here just take some money i i, I will apologize publicly just don't air my dirty laundry in right. public because
0: this this other one is calling rooney drops plans to counter sue rebecca Vardy for breach of privacy so it's so she's not Re- Colleen's like not all in on this. Like Colleen's like, if you can get me to court, get me to court, but like mm-hmm. I'm not gonna come for you in court. I already came for you.
1: She did iconically. the um the stories that you have linked here keep referring to some like vaguely about some incident in russia where it's like all the wags ladies went to russia for some big soccer tournament or a soccer match maybe it was the world cup honestly i don't know but it was like Uh a big soccer thing that all the wags were there in and it's like apparently things got a little wild in russia and colleen rooney is like god i hope she doesn't reveal what happened in russia so that's kind of interesting but also those are i don't know But this is all speculation in the tabloids now, too, where it's like maybe it's all because of this one incident that Colleen doesn't want Rebecca to reveal publicly.
0: Right. Also, the other thing is they're filming a documentary about the Roonies. And so this is coming at the same time. They're about to start production and Daily Mail is linking the production of the documentary with the court case. So part Mm -hmm. of me is kind of like she's letting it go to get the drama for the documentary Mm. that could be something that makes it something people want to watch more so than before
1: yeah it's 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 i i the the response to this lawsuit was pretty massive but still there aren't many details yet so and has it just gone way past them picking up the phone and having a conversation and trying to just talk this out well i think they have tried there was a video call where they tried they sat with lawyers trying to sort this but sadly, um, neither were going to back down, and neither was going to say sorry. Um, Colleen does feel she had every right to out Rebecca on this. She, she, as you said, she did a detective work, was like Columbo, and and said it was Rebecca Vardy for her to go public and say that she was a hundred percent sure. But obviously, Becky wants to prove that she's innocent. You have you told me yesterday you were like I have things organised very because in- you like you like. Put a lot into this doc yesterday, and you were like, "I have Thanks. the doc organized really interestingly. Like you'll notice whenever you see it. It's like, not, what I made you decide? What made you decide to do this, Lindsay? Like, explain your explain your strategy this week. Okay, it's well, fun. sometimes
0: just a lot of the stories get categorized in ways that are unexpected. Like for this, for example, this category is gross, and it's three stories about." old dudes dating young girls and it's just like I, I don't know why they all happened this week but for some reason I have Daily Mail talking about like the relationship of Dolph Lundgren remember him and mm-hmm. like Ray Liotta making out with his girlfriend at the at the gas pump and then we have Marcus Houston who is engaged and the his girl his fiance is 19 and Twitter's like uh when did you meet her you know it's just like, there's just like three
1: <laughs> when did you meet her
0: there's just like three quote unquote gross stories and so I categorize them together is gross. That was my first, you know, my first run. <laughs> I don't I even kept... need to get into these stories, too. Like well, I just gave you basically all you need to know. Is
1: Dolf Dolph Lundgren? Dolph Lundgren.
0: Lundgren. Dolph. Is Lundgren. He a Who
1: are them? And now I'm thinking because he was like who. such a. He's an 80s then, but he's a who now.
0: He's a huge who. He's engaged to a 20 year old personal trainer who works at Equinox. Equinox.
1: Equinox. Yeah. Equinox. The Ray Liotta, uh, J.C. Natolo. I mean. <laughs> Those two names, no two names have ever gone together get, gone together better than those I two know. names. I know. And
0: to be fair, Dolph is 62 and Emma Crockdoll, who he's engaged <laughs> to is 20 quote unquote something they could not figure out her real age.
1: I love that it's just 20 something.
0: Ray Liotta 65 and his girlfriend Jack JC J- Jackie Natolio, Jackie Natolio, Natolo jackie Nittolo. whether it's jackie
1: or jc i it's perfect it's perfect for ray Liotta,
0: whoever she is she's 45 so we have like a different type of distant relationship the
1: most disgusting thing about the ray Liotta jc natolo story is that they were making out next to it like while pumping gas which is like yeah. the fumes keep your mouth closed that is disgusting well,
0: when you pump gas well i guess you don't really pump gas do you I mean I've
1: pumped I used to pump gas all the time but like, but it's just like, don't have a like what do you
0: do while mm-hmm. the gas is pumping if you can get it to click in and then you can just like do something else while and the gas can, like, is pumping and you can like lean against the car what yeah. do you do like do you look at your phone do you like wash the windows with the like juice I always do the wash that's you. my favorite that's my favorite to wash the windows I'm so good at it you wash the windows, okay, so so wash the it. windows. Yeah. I wash do? the windows okay interesting I never know what to yeah. do but usually this decision is not really something I need to make because usually the gas pump is broken and you have to hold it you can't just like P- click but it and then the make little... out with your girlfriend jacy Natolo. you know and then the last story which we mentioned briefly is sister sisters he was roger he was the neighbor he was roger roger on sister okay. sister it, who who was also in an r&b group right
1: it was like a weird name yeah it was a uh, uh what was it called immature imx
0: immature imx immature, immature uh, IMX. I-
1: imx imx yeah
0: god Wow, remember when Roger, like, quote-unquote, got hot on the show, and that was, like, a whole thing? Yes, yes. That was weird. I do remember Sister, Sister. You gotta march right up to that little tart and just tell her, just be brave, Roger. Now, you can do it, but you are tough. You are aggressive. You're the man. You are Roger. (laughs) Yeah, I am, huh? That was weird, right? Anyways, That's so weird. he... Well, w- they did the
1: same thing with Urkel, and they never did it to Screech, and they never did it to Screech. But then didn't Stefan split from Steve? And like, the because originally he would go into the machine, and then he would turn into Stefan, but then the machine actually just cloned him, and then he had a, a Steve and a Stefan. Am I
0: remembering that correctly from Family Matter? I, I wish <laughs> I could help you, but I truly, truly cannot help you. No, 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 no. There is no Steve here. I'm Stefan, sweet thing. <laughs> Stefan or Kells. <laughs>
1: Okay. Well, what's the deal with Marcus Houston? He's dating a, an 18-year-old or a 19-year-old and everyone was like, when did you start dating him and dating her? And he's like, when she was 18.
0: Well, first of all, he's a Jehovah's Witness. He became okay. a Jehovah's Witness recently. So there's like mm-hmm. a whole thing there. And so he, they, you know, they announced that they're engaged. She's 19, he's 38. And they're like, how'd you like Twitter's like, how'd you meet her? How did you meet her? It's being reported that they started dating a few days after she turned 18, which is also like, what? Was there like a <laughs> clock above her head? And you were like, ding, ding, ding. Like, that is so shady. Interesting. That's so shady. That is really shady. And then people connected well, the fact that... do you remember that episode of... Not yeah. to
1: like keep talking about TV from our youth, but do you remember that episode of Cribs? I believe it was in Jamie Kennedy's house and he... Was talking about how obsessed he was with the Olsen twins, and then it's like a joke that he has a countdown timer to when they yeah, turn eighteen. Yeah, and yeah. it's like we were just like letting these guys say that say on MTV. shit like that. Yeah. Uh, anyway.
0: So- so, uh, so basically, he, he then then Twitter sleuths found that she had her name her name was on one of his movies, and then he came out with a statement that was like, her name was not we. Sh- I only met her recently through a mutual friend at a Jehovah's Witness convention. I guess like
1: a Jehovah's Witness convention. Interesting. Then he tweeted this just a few days ago: a hashtag Bible, but not in the Kim Kardashian way, like literally Bible, and the. And it's a screenshot from Instagram stories. So he typed something in Instagram stories and screenshotted it. And it says, when anyone replies to a matter before he hears the facts, it is foolish and humiliating. Proverbs eighteen thirteen. So that's like clearly a reference to also proper yes. 1813 sounds like him deciding when he met this girl. 1813. <laughs> Not no, <sure>. clearly. No. <laughs> Not to go back to Ray Liorta and JC Natolo, but I'm thinking about the gas station again. Thinking about the gas station or and the gas station story and it reminded me of a very good meme that's been going around Twitter that's what's your gas station order and as people are putting their What's your gas station order and it's like people putting like three photos of the thing they order like corn nuts and a pepsi and a something like just oh, like, like at the, the at the, the gas, gas station, station gas station convenience snacks store? that you don't you only order them the way that i inter- in- interpreted the meme is that it's stuff that you typically only order at gas stations like it's not like you would normally get you know a blue bag of skittles and then a monster and a thing of corn nuts but when i'm at a gas station i need it what's your gas station order Lindsay?
0: what's the snack that you put on your fingers that are shaped like pyramids what are those again bugles yes bugles but do you get like a special drink? Ice coffee. Like iced coffee and bugles or something. But like a can Like of I would iced only coffee? I would only get bugles at a gas, a gas station. station. Yeah. Like if I was on the road or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, the iced coffee would be like a shitty, very sweet, like flavored ice coffee from like the shitty seven Because it depends mm-hmm. on what the place is that's attached to the gas station, like how, how hard you can go, you know? Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you can't go that hard. What's yours?
1: Probably a, a gigantic a gigantic fountain iced tea. And then um, a bag of Apollos, like apple rings. I would also do Peachos if they've got those. peach um, Peachos or the Haribo just peach. Haribo peaches. I love those. That's
0: the classic, yeah.
1: So a bag of uh, one of those three. And then I would want to counter the sweet with the savory, in which case I would probably get, if you know I were in Texas, which is where I probably would be, I would get a bag of chili cheese Fritos. They're Fritos flavored with the delicious flavors of chili and cheese. And they're the best Fritos.
0: Right. I would never order, I would never get Bugles normally. Like that's a real treat.
1: If I were in the car with you and you like showed up with the Bugles from the gas station, I'd be like, oh my God. And I would <laughs> eat half the back. I, I would be like, I have to have some of these. I'm sorry, Lindsay. There's
0: something just very satisfying about the shape of a bugle bugle and the taste oh, yeah. of a bugle like and this is also on how finger? i feel about remember the doritos 3d like 3d doritos yes! and that came in that canister yes! we've definitely talked about this on the podcast before that like shape and delivery of flavor is like incredible
1: <laughs> i mean looking back on the on maybe the, we haven't talked about the, this maybe in real life looking back on the snack foods that i was like really endeared to and obsessed with in my youth it's like doritos 3d and like bugles and it's like wow, advertising is so sinister and it works. Like it, it works. I'm trying to put myself in the position. I had never really put myself in the position of being a parent whenever you're like, mom, I need Doritos 3D. And it's like, why do you need Doritos 3D? And it's like, I don't have an answer, but I know like deep down now, the answer was because television told me I needed Doritos 3D. <laughs> and I remember being like, can you? Can we please get a bag of Doritos 3D? Please, please, please. But please, then please.
0: when you got Doritos 3D, the, it worked because the, f- but then like the shape and the flavor and the space perfect. and like the way that it was, was really good. Like it was a very smart products and they do sell they do sell not doritos 3d but they sell like another chip that's like the same shape and texture yeah and i think i think they're like healthy and it but it works for me like (laughs) i'll always get them i'll be like i need that delivery Stop. stop but
1: the um god the other thing about those chips is that like just where you said, like, you could put the you bugles put the bugles. I love on that your you're finger. like, stop, but I will continue stop. to talk about it. Stop, stop. <laughs> But it's like the way that the commercials taught you how to eat them, too. Because, like, if I ever have a bugle, I'm going to pop a few on my fingers just because that's what the commercials told me to do yeah, when I was a child. To. Right. And also, yes. if I'm ever eating a can of Pringles, you better believe at at least one point I will put two in my mouth and look like a duck bill because that's what the commercials did. And that's just glued into my brain. You know, you can still buy brain.
0: Doritos 3D.
1: You can still buy them? yeah you know what childhood snack food that never came to me because my mom never bought them dunkaroos i have no emotional connection oh i to think dunk-a-roos. that's gross
0: i do not like dunkaroos either no. because also isn't the the cookie is like not very good of a cookie and I it's just like that. what frosting
1: i never it's yeah just i don't frosting. care about that i never okay so they that.
0: sell doritos 3d on ebay you can get it because it's from mexico they still have doritos oh, they still 3D have them in mexico, mexico. Right. um yeah, which is exciting to me because I might do this, although I won't tell you if I do it because it's embarrassing.
1: <laughs> one day, one day we're going to be recording and I'm going to hear a crunch and i am gonna be like, what are those? And you're going to say Pringles. <laughs> you're going to lie. Uh,
0: They're not Doritos 3Ds that I ordered <laughs> from Mexico on eBay that are probably 100 years old. Okay.
1: They're definitely not chips that I paid $17 for shipping for. <sighs> Introducing Doritos 3Ds, a whole new shape that begs to be eaten in very loud ways. Ai Doritos 3D snacks. Look out, they're coming soon.
0: You know, I've tried lots of things to get me to go to sleep in the past, you know, few years. Just a little bit of, just a little bit of a push. You've got your melatonin, you got your various things, but I've found that of all the things, a little bit of CBD, a little bit of CB Distillery, that's getting me. Goes a long way. It's getting me conked right out <laughs> and and sleeping through the night.
1: It really is. I love CB Distillery. They have. Not all their products are for sleep, some are for relaxation, but like I love the sleep ones. They say shh.
0: Those gummies they sent us, I was in a chill vibe all day when I took two of those. They're
1: good ass (laughs) gummies. They're good ass gummies. No, you were. You were like you were like, I took C B D earlier today and I feel chill. I'm
0: like not operating heavy machinery on those things. You know what I mean? I'm in a good place. Heavy machinery? (laughs) What did I say?
1: You said heavy machinery, which is good. I like that. I know what you meant. (laughs) CB Distillery's targeted formulations are made from the highest quality. CLEAN ingredients. They all caps the CLEAN, which means you know it's clean. No fluff, no fillers, just effective CBD solutions designed to help support your health. In two non-clinical surveys, 81% of customers experienced more calm, 80% said CBD helped with pain after physical activity, and an impressive 90% said they slept better with CBD. And I'm among those 90%. So if you struggle with a health concern and haven't found relief, make the change like we did to CB Distillery. And with over 2 million customers and a solid 100% money guarantee CB distillery is the source to trust hooligans have a 20% discount to get you started visit CBDistillery.com and use code who who for 20% off that's CBDistillery.com. code who CBDistillery.com. it was like 70 something degrees a couple days ago it's time to put our winter weather to bed or in my Pull case under the bed
0: your linens sweeties the lin it's time for- it's linen season honey. Oh.
1: Uh, oh, all I want is linen all the time. I just want to be draped in linen for my entire life.
0: Not only am I pulling out my linen tops, my linen bottoms, my linen dresses, I'm putting on my linen sheets. I'm putting on my linen pillowcases. I'm just like, Ooh. everything is linen because the weather's getting warmer. So it's time to say goodbye to jackets, sweaters, and hello to shorts, tees, and linen.
1: I know. I should probably buy some linen shorts from quince i have a quince cotton duvet cover that i really like and it's warm it's it's warm in the cold months and it's cool in the warm months which is sort of where i want my bedding to be somewhere Mm -hmm. in the middle you and know. you
0: can get premium European linen from blouses, shorts, dresses from thirty dollars, washable silk tops, timeless fourteen karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And you get it for a good price because Quince items are priced fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, they cut out the cost of the middlemen and pass the savings on to I you. I hate
1: middlemen. I hate and Quince middlemen.
0: only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. We love it.
1: Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com/who for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com/who to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com/who. Okay, then you have a new section, new relationships. Slash pregnant.
0: But it's like, it felt like none of these stories were big enough on their own. So if I bunched them together, oh. I could say, like, oh, Taylor Schilling is dating this artist. I added that oh. one last night. Sorry. Right. Like, oh, Fabulous is pregnant with like Emily B, like his, his, uh, fiance, his wife or fiance. I forget. But they like have a lot of drama. That so relationship is
1: also very toxic. It's not They've good. I know. Drama. It's
0: not good. And so, and then, uh, Rosa Rosario Dawson and Cory Booker are moving in together in Newark. Like, I don't want to talk about that for that long, but I'm telling you, that's some. News and then John Hamm is dating some woman named Anna OshioLa OshioLa Osceola sure. Um, who is who was on the finale of Mad Men quite a few years ago? Oh, interesting. Did you know that she's the? I mean, you wouldn't remember her unless you really, really I remember didn't Mad, watch Men. Mad Men. So, oh, so, so you this. would I not like remember her? No. <laughs> but she works at the place that he goes in the final episode. Like she works there. So I oh. guess they met and then have been dating off and on or are dating only now.
1: I have seen that episode because much like The Sopranos, I had never seen an episode of The Sopranos but the finale except and I've never seen an one? episode of Mad Men except the last one. Yeah.
0: I can't imagine that's a good experience. No, it was a bad experience. Man. Okay. Just making sure that probably you know
1: that. I was probably like playing Candy Crush during it or something, whatever I was playing at the time.
0: Anyways, the point is, did you see those those four stories? I'm like, do you want to know any other information about this these stories or no?
1: I will say I don't care about John Ham dating anyone. I don't really care about Taylor Schilling dating anyone because Taylor Schilling is such a huge who and this woman is that she's dating is like kind of a nobody. She's just an artist. Although I right, guess so it's, it's
0: just like two who's that even degrade the story to being like, ah, do we really care?
1: Yeah, and also I guess we sort of maybe care about Taylor Schilling's sexuality, but really at the end of the day, do we probably not. So it's maybe interesting that she's dating a woman, but also like ugh. Notable, sort of, but the only one. And Emily B. and Fabulous are sort of interesting, but also extremely toxic. And there's like all that abuse stuff that like I don't even, I it's just unpleasant. But, mm-hmm. but, but tell me more about Cory Booker and Rosario Dawson. I literally
0: forgot one. No, I literally forgot one. The one that would be the one that got the most attention, but I care about the least. Are you ready?
1: Oh, Emma Roberts.
0: Emma yeah. Roberts is pregnant with Garrett Headland. <laughs> Right. Like, with Garrett Headland,
1: Garrett's in there,
0: <laughs> oh, like, in the belly. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's just the way that, um that's the way that us us weekly wrote the slug. Emma Roberts is pregnant, expecting her first child with boyfriend Garrett Headland. Remember that they were dating? I didn't. Like, totally did not.
1: I didn't at all. I guess I remember so, that it was sort of a thing because there was all that stuff on her Instagram. and then her mom's Instagram. her mom was following him or something like that where, like that's how it was revealed. But
0: I don't really care about uh, Garrett People care about her because she was dating Evan Peters and that ended spectacularly poorly. That did not end well, seemingly. Yeah. And then she started dating him and now they're uh, pregnant. Yeah. Like, it's like, that's the one I care about the least in this list of things. You want to hear more about Cory Booker and Rosario Dawson? Really?
1: Yeah. That's the one I care about the most. Really? Yes, Lindsay. I care about Cory Booker and Rosario Dawson.
0: Okay, so I'll tell you. So she shared, uh, she shared with People Magazine, I think, or she shared with someone, but it was on People Magazine. Quote, I'm actually in the process of moving, by the way. I'm going to New Jersey. I'm moving to Newark. Oh, she, to- she told Kevin Smith at the Mubi pop-up in Los Angeles. Okay, bye, whatever. <laughs> quote, it's time. <laughs> we were thinking about moving in together anyways, but especially during all this, it's been really intense. I'm excited. Oh, she's moving to York. what um what are you most looking forward to doing as the world reopens and stuff what have you missed my boyfriend what do you mean you I haven't, haven't seen? seen him since february he is by himself between going between new york i mean between newark and, and dc and i as why soon are as you Iraq, socially distancing from one another because i've been taking care of my parents i'm actually in the process of moving by the way i'm going to new jersey i'm moving to newark with mom no he's she's staying in new york i'm (laughs) moving in with my boyfriend um because you know it's time but and we were thinking about moving in together anyway but especially during all of this it's just been do you know that's where my family came from everyone in my family came from newark really yeah that's a
1: commitment that's a commitment
0: she loves cory booker in there she's moving to newark
1: I wonder where she Anything files else? her taxes. I'm I like, I'm always like, there's always that part. In, That's what
0: you're wondering about?
1: You know, like when you're filing your taxes and it's like, there's always that part where it's like, have you ever lived in Newark or something? It's like, have you ever lived in New Jersey? What's the deal with that part of the taxes? Whenever you're filing taxes as a New Yorker and it's like
0: Well, it's like when you go when you're leaving the country or you're going, it's like, have you ever visited this country in between the years of nineteen eighty one and nineteen eighty two? And you're like, No, but what if I had? And you're you could do some research. <laughs> like clearly it was something, and it's yeah. probably something like fucked up that yeah. happened there that is fucked up that they're even asking you about. But you're like Between the years, I wasn't like. Then you start thinking about what were you doing during those years? Where were you? Where were you visit? Did you visit? Did you visit this country during those years? I I don't know. I think it that was the year that I had my bat mitzvah or something. You know, like I wasn't.
1: I'm really intrigued by Cory Booker and Rosario Dawson. To be honest. And I still think that at some point in the future, Rosario Dawson is going to be our first lady.
0: So you're intrigued because of the political ramifications of the the uh, binding, not that you like care. The very political ramifications, either of them, yes, but you, but you care because it means that not just like oh they could get pregnant or or they could or they're going to get married or whatever. It's because literally she could be in political office alongside him in a way.
1: I love the idea of Rosario Dawson being a politician's wife because I like the idea. I think that. I think she that likes is, that idea too. I think the spouse, I think it is a really good move if you are a politician spouse, and I don't even mean to gender this, so I'm not going to anymore, but it's like if the spouse whose role is always very unclear, where it's like, you know, you become the first lady or whatever, and you're like, What do I do? Like I like I, I should have some sort of thing. But if you are an You actor, choose like
0: a thing. You choose like you one choose a thing, thing that you, you quote know, unquote like care about. The
1: environment children whatever it is it will be very helpful if you have the skills that actors have and so yeah. i just feel like rosario dawson will be good even if she's like the vice president's wife or whatever political role Corey takes like oh, i, I think she will be a good politician spouse i think she has those things that you need to like do and int- like you don't well, have to be an expert also, or anything. You just have to be able to convince people that you're but expert.
0: But that's the reason why when they got together, when he was running for president, everybody was really sus because this is somebody who would be perfect to be by your side throughout all of this mm-hmm. in the public light. Mm-hmm. Somebody who's very used to being in the public light mm-hmm. and somebody who's like very well-spoken and all this stuff, aside from her recent kind of drama, which is still fucked up. And I don't quite remember that whole thing yeah. with the – yeah. So – she, like she doesn't have she does have skeletons in her closet that are definitely out there. So I guess they're not really in the closet. They're skeletons out of the closet. But the point is, is that now that they're still together and he's not running for president anymore and they're moving in together, there's a little bit less like, oh, is this for the was this for this running for president thing? You know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But I think we should talk about Evelyn Lazada's feet now. this is my favorite thing of the week.
0: This is definitely the best story of the week, which is saying a lot and also saying not nothing at all. Because saying not a whole lot. <laughs> Evan Lozada, who is from, well, her feet are speaking for her. Mm-hmm. Evan Lozada is from Basketball Wives, Basketball Wives, the reality show. Yeah. She was she's on that show because she's a true OG because she dated, yeah. she was engaged to Anton Walker. Mm-hmm. She was, she did, da- and she, then she dated Chad Ocho-, Ocho Cinco, Chad Ocho Cinco Johnson. Yeah. So they were engaged as well. They had major drama. There was domestic abuse allegations thrown back and forth and then they yeah. broke up essentially. They, and, she- and
1: they were they were um sort of they were sort of VH1 royalty for a hot minute whenever right. uh Chad has his own, had his own, had his own show and they were supposed to have a show together and I think that that all I think they filmed it and then it just like never came out because their relationship was so fucked up. Um, yeah. But anyway, that's move in on, the Wikipedia.
0: Sorry. I read it, too. Then she dated a baseball player named Carl Crawford, had a son and they bro- they were engaged and then they broke up. But now she has learned that people really like her feet.
1: Why is my mm-hmm. daughter cracking up? Because I did. A, uh, I started an OnlyFans for my feet. That's right. Y'all these feet have ended up on websites. So if you
0: like white toes, black toes, orange toes, French, French pedicure toes, click in. Shaw, stop hating. <laughs> she was seeing pictures of her feet on other websites and she said, "I'm not letting those websites make money off my feet. I'm going to make money off my feet."
1: Like WikiFeet, like anytime you like type Wiki in Like Feet, It's typically women, but like anytime you type in an actor's name, one of the big suggestions, one of the big results will be like so and so feet. Like feet websites are big. Right. They're they're very famous, feet.
0: I'm obsessed with this because she also, so she, when she announced her OnlyFans, she put up an Instagram and it says, follow my foot journey and more on my OnlyFans official. <laughs> Click link in bio. Ankle bracelets, my new summer collection. So she not only is selling her feet, she's selling her ankle bracelets that she also sells. It's genius. There are levels. Genius. Just just
1: genius. There are levels, <laughs> just, just there are
0: levels here of just marketing genius to sell not only the feet that were elsewhere on the internet. You might as well make some money off it. It's my feet. I'm going to put them there Mm -hmm. and make your And like, if you want exclusive feet content, then I'll give you that. Although I don't know if she's ready for what exclusive feet content might be demanded of her, but maybe she'll just get some nice pedicures and, you know.
1: The the recent public and mostly stigma-free embrace of OnlyFans is like very special and comforting because it's like the porn industry is so toxic as as we'll talk about later that it's like all these people who are like, wait, I shouldn't be ashamed of this because it's I'm consenting to it and I want to do it. And also I'm freeing myself of all of the like, you know, the structural problems of the porn industry and the people who are going to take money off of me and exploit me like she's like, look, I want to sell my feet on my own. I'm going to do it on OnlyFans. Thank you for this platform. And I don't have to worry about middlemen.
0: I mean, it's, It's you know, it's, it's Patreon adjacent. You are, you can put anything you want on there. That's the kind of like beauty Mm -hmm. of a fans only situation where it's like, (laughs) you know, if you were in Mm -hmm. OnlyFans, like painting a picture every day, that might not be the best place for you to make money painting a picture because people in OnlyFans aren't necessarily looking at OnlyFans to watch painting, you know? Yeah. But I think the point is like the feet as an offshoot, all these offshoots. If
1: you're painting barefoot, maybe. (laughs)
0: Maybe you were like painting your feet. That could be a different journey for or you. Using your feet to paint, right?
1: You dip your toes in paint. You paint the canvas.
0: It went from being like a punchline, you're right, to being like a, a place that is a cool, like cool mm-hmm. to have. Yeah. You know,
1: I could. I could start an OnlyFans if I if I personally have like I think feet are disgusting that's just me personally and I think my own feet are disgusting uh-huh. but I feel like the branding possibilities are there because how clever is like fingers feet ew. you know finger <laughs> just... finger possessive fingers feet
0: Ew, ew. Um, anyway. <laughs> What about for like your fingers or something?
1: Do people care about fingers? Fingers, fingers? See,
0: I don't know, but I feel like people care about ever There's always probably. somebody who cares about something.
1: Yeah, probably. That reminds me of the Amanda Seals joke that over. she was like, over the past few weeks, I've seen my Instagram feed turn from OnlyFans to Only OnlyFans jokes are all over the place. And then once Beyonce put it in the Megan yeah, Thee Stallion that's verse. that's what I'm
0: saying. Yeah.
1: OnlyFans is free.
0: OnlyFans went from who to them. Yes, uh-huh.
1: absolutely. Vanessa Kirby... Bought a lot of bananas.
0: You didn't. T- you didn't mention the the name of my section.
1: Funny Daily Mail articles with no purpose. <laughs>
0: okay. So now, do you get it?
1: Talk of the town. Vanessa goes bananas for the lockdown. The Crown star Kirby spotted clutching huge bunch of fruit. It's really just two bunches of bananas.
0: That's not. It's really not that many absurd. bananas. It's not that many bananas.
1: It's maybe. It's maybe eight bananas. <laughs>
0: How many loaves of banana bread could Vanessa Kirby bake with that haul? The crown star was spotted clutching a huge bunch of fruit after visiting a market near her London home. Perhaps the thirty-two year old actress has taken to the lockdown trend of making the fruity bread, or maybe she's loading up on the superfruits to prepare her for her return to the set of Mission Impossible Seven. She'll need to stay fit if she wants to keep up with Tom Cruise. Vanessa kept things simple.
1: Keep going. <laughs>
0: Vanessa kept things simple in a floral crop t-shirt, blue jeans, and a Nike leopard print flip-flops. A far cry from the glorious gowns she wore when playing Princess Margaret on the crown.
1: Halfway through those five paragraphs, I was like, these people are demented. But by the end, I was like, that is brilliant journalism. The way they worked in every single facet of Vanessa's career. And used the bananas as a way in to discuss not only the pandemic... But the fact that she's going to be in Mission Impossible 7 is amazing. Like maybe she's using them because they're super food, giving up a, a description, a feature of the banana itself, and saying that she's using them to prepare for the role, which is a physically demanding role because it is Mission Impossible 7. Yeah, I mean, this is a brilliant. This is actually brilliant. No, you get it. And then we have we
0: have three more in the daily funny Daily Mail articles that have no purpose. One is Colin Jost catches some waves and models his buff torso as he is seen surfing off the coast in the Hamptons ahead of his 38th birthday.
1: No. And then there's this line, which uh, uh, I was sent by some of my friends. This line. Oh, God. And then I sent it to you. Where is it? The caption, looking good in profile. Colin was also seen carrying his long green surfboard under his arm on the beach. And then there's this, which makes me want to scream. Scarlett thinks of her fiance, because never forget they're engaged. Scarlett Johansson and Colin Jost. I'll never Scarlett forget. Scarlett thinks of her fiance as, quote, a wonderful comedy writer and hopes to one day appear in a film written by him. Oh, no. Thank you, Patrick, for sending that to me. It makes me. It just makes me want to die.
0: Here's another oh. fragile handle with care. Charlie XCX wears blue wrap dress and cloud print face mask with chunky sneakers as she lugs giant box to her car. The Daily Mail is obsessed with the fact that that Charlie XCX carried a box. Incredible.
1: Well, ch- and then Charlie was obsessed. Then Charlie was obsessed with the fact that Daily Mail was obsessed with it. And Charlie was posting it on all of her socials. Like, right, look didn't at these she photos the in Daily the box? Mail. <laughs> What's in the box? What's in the box. Yes.
0: Oh, this this is my favorite one. This is the finale. Just listen to this headline and okay. try and figure out what's going on. Okay. Keeler actress Sophie Cookson picks up instant barbecues amid claims she's expecting her first child with Claire Foy's ex, Stephen Campbell Moore.
1: What's an instant barbecue?
0: Okay, that's not.
1: So wait, Keeler I... actress, wait, read it again. I I'm sorry, I'm think sorry, I'm that sorry, I'm that's sorry. the
0: point of why I've been. <laughs> okay. Instant barbecue is like, I think she bought like a grill or something like that. Oh. Work your way through the headline. Read it again. Keeler actress Sophie Cookson, Cookson. picks up instant barbecues amid claims she's expecting her first child with Claire Foy's ex Stephen Campbell Moore.
1: So what's happening here is that there is a show called Keeler,
0: probably. Sure. Yes.
1: And she's in it. And she is dating Claire Foy's ex-boyfriend. And Got she it. is she's probably pregnant she's probably confirmed to be pregnant but we're not confirmed has not confirmed who the father is
0: ding 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 and
1: okay and then people are saying well it's probably this guy who used to date claire foy which is like the moment you are one like being 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 currently connected to Claire Foy barely makes you important. And the moment you are one degree removed, you've just like lost everything. Like nothing, you don't retain importance the moment you are disconnected from Claire Foy. There's no residual importance. So I don't know why they're trying to act like just because someone happened to date Claire Foy at one time means that they are in any way relevant because they are not. No offense to Claire Foy, even though I think that's sort of offensive. So Stephen Campbell Moore. Wait, who I have he?
0: one. I have one correction. They were married oh. and they have a kid. So okay. Steven and Claire Foy
1: were <laughs> still does not help. I doesn't I don't care about this person. No. If they're if they are divorced, I do not care. No. I'm sorry. Like Claire Foy, Claire Foy does not. There's no prestige to Claire Foy. I know that That's people would literally... like to convince me that Claire Foy is like something important, but there is like absolutely
0: Well, Bobby's going after Claire Foy. <laughs>
1: I don't even I don't even really care. She's just one of those people that I'm just You like... don't
0: Claire is what you're saying about Claire Floyd not to not to
1: use not to reference mean girls but claire foy is the 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 british actor equivalent of fetch like it's just get her out of here
0: you're saying it's not gonna happen it's not
1: gonna happen or i'm not even saying that it's not going i'm not even saying it that it's not going to happen no no i'm not even saying that it's not going to happen because fetch could happen what i'm saying is i wish people would stop trying to make it happen Remember when they put her in the girl with the whatever? The girl that went to the spider and like said hello and then got mad at the spider? Like that movie never went anywhere. We already had two other The girl with the dragon tattoo?
0: That's what you're talking about?
1: But she was like the third girl with the dragon (laughs) tattoo and then she did something to the spider and that wasn't even canon. Like you can't be the girl with the dragon tattoo and do something to the spider and it's not even canon. That doesn't count.
0: Supposedly Claire Foy is dating what's his face? Doctor Who. Which is like a big deal, because that's like two British people that Americans don't care about, but British people love and Americans who watch the BBC (laughs) love, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, if you've seen one thing on the BBC, you're like, Claire Foy and (laughs) Doctor Who guy? What's his name? Wait, what's his name? Matt. His name's Matt.
1: Matt Pierce? No. Matt Matt Smith.
0: Thank you. It's like, he is pretty famous. Matt
1: Pierce is that reporter. So um, Matt
0: Smith, the mm-hmm. former doctor, and Claire Foy are supposed. For- Claire, Claire Foy supposedly dating, and they were in a play together in in London. Uh-huh. And the play was supposed to premiere at BAM, and then coronavirus happened, so it never got to happen. I think it's called Lungs. It was supposed to be iconic because, like, you could sense their real connection because mm-hmm. they're because yeah, they're dating.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm familiar with the way the stage with chemistry on stage works, and the and the stories we like to tell ourselves to like convince (laughs) us to see plays. Oh no, but there's real passion. They're actually dating in real life. Like you should actually see. Like you should see that. You should see that play with Rose Byrne and Bobby Cannavale because they are lovers in real life. You should (laughs) see it. That play really. See, it's like just because two people are hot and horny in real life doesn't mean I need to see them on stage.
0: That play. Proves that that angle Doesn't of a work. play is unacceptable. I know, but do, <laughs> I was maybe, but I kind of was maybe going to buy tickets to see Sarah Jessica Parker and Matthew Broderick in that like play that they were doing together.
1: It's like Neil Simon. It's like yeah, oh,
0: I was like we're in the plaza. I was like considering that moment but then those would be so expensive well that's
1: a relationship that's a relationship that I'm interested by because no one's trying to convince me that that relationship is anything close to hot and heavy but it's an interesting relationship you know like I'd rather I'd like to see Sarah Jessica Parker and Matthew Broderick's dynamic than I am two people who are allegedly horny for each other because I don't necessarily believe that Matthew Broderick and Sarah Jessica Parker are like super horny for each other anymore but I feel like they have a very unique and believable relationship and bond
0: are you kidding i bet they like can you imagine their conversations they're like right. about books and movies and yeah. plots and, they've known and poetry each other so long. and narrative and uh, our friend our very our very best friend megan markle and da-da-da. i just pulled that a name they're not i don't know if they're friends with her but like pull you know it's like talking about it's such a must be such an elegant relationship elegant and annoying culture
1: elegant and annoying (laughs) i was thinking about i was seeing god who was it it was probably carrie o'donnell was posting those like the best photos of all time the ones where sarah jessica parker's at the hockey game and reading a book (laughs) in the stands and staring down at chet hayes (laughs)
0: yes (laughs) um
1: those are great photos and like chewing gum disdainfully uh okay claire foy who gives a Fuck. I, sometimes, you know, you mention someone and I realize that I have passionate feelings about the person. I don't know why. I mean, they might go away. They might linger. Who knows? But I think
0: it's funny because people who would be like, Bobby, how dare you say that about Claire Foy? It's always somebody who watches The Crown.
1: My mom and dad love Claire Foy because they like The Crown.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like If you watch The Crown, you're like, Claire Foy, uh, 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 we stand. <laughs> we ma- We have to stand. But if you don't watch The Crown, you're like, who is this woman? You know, and like, why do I care about who her ex-boyfriend is and who he knocked up? Exactly. Okay, let's, let's
1: just play a move. clip of Drew Scott singing Shallow on his Instagram Live because it's the worst thing you will hear this week. And then we can move on. And in the bad times, I fear myself. I'm off the deep end watching.
0: We're far from the shallow now I'm out here willing if if I heard this music and I said, Oh, they actually have nice voices, da-da-da, I'm willing to say that. These two do
1: not. I've said I don't have a problem with that song. Hold on, I'm coming home. I'm coming home, and I know most of the lyrics okay, to neither it. Neither
0: does neither does auto tune clearly
1: exactly. But as live singers, it removes everything, and this is just so like painfully basic. And it's the, the 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 celebrity thing that is maybe one of the most infuriating things for normal people when you watch a celebrity do a thing that they are not an expert at and assume. That everyone will praise them and applaud them and love them.
0: That's exactly. Simply
1: because they are doing it. It's like there's no. Just because you're a single
0: threat does not mean you get to be a double threat. Sorry.
1: Exactly. Thank you for putting that so eloquently. Just because you are a single threat doesn't mean you are a double threat. And the Property Brothers, the Scott family, has been. They've been trying to be musicians ever since they were little kids. So it's always going to be that number one thing for them. And it's like, you know what? You found success doing other things. You found success renovating houses. You found success marrying or like being in a relationship with Zoe Deschanel. You don't have to do these other things. And yet this happens. I can't even play it again because I'm plugged into the computer. But we know what it sounds like.
0: Some of the qualities that make you a famous person... You know, the conf- overconfidence, overconfidence the, yeah. the drive to work hard, wanting to do everything. That is the thing that creates you, gives you the delusion that you can do everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? I understand why somebody famous or why we have a lot of famous people doing stuff like this because it's like in the personality trait right. that you get. The when
1: barrier you- to entry to be... Yeah, to become famous at all, you have to ha- be this type of person. So it makes sense exactly. that you would continue behaving and then you in continue... this way. Remember, what's her name? Remember Shallow Woman? What happened Charlotte? to her? Uh, isn't that awful? What do you She mean? comes out, she's her? like, I'm a new queen. And then COVID's like, hello. <laughs> Sorry.
0: <laughs> I'm the new queen. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> I know. Queen. It happened right before COVID. Like this woman couldn't even have her like 15 minutes of fame, her like five minutes of viral fame because COVID was like, hello, bitch. She you was know? like,
1: I have the crown. And COVID's like, bitch, I am the crown. Coronavirus. What was her name? Charlotte Rampling? No, that's the other Charlotte.
0: Charlotte Atchinson. That's Charlie X.
1: Charlotte Subway Singer. Charlotte Aubrey.
0: You loved she her. A, you were I like
1: she was a plant. I didn't even love her. I were was like you were. This is a, plant. a scam.
0: But I stand. You stand the scam though.
1: Maybe. You know what? Maybe I did. But I will just <laughs> say, how dare we not admit to ourselves that that was a plant? through the
0: surface can us from the
1: We're like really talking a lot today, but like I have to mention this. Lindsay, you might cut this.
0: I'm gonna cut this so hard, but I'm gonna let you I'm so go fucking
1: with it. mad. So you might remember a few months ago, Katie Lee, uh Billy Joel's ex and current food food who uh went on to uh an Us weekly video zoom interview to talk about uh her fertility struggles but then halfway through the video you're like wait a second this isn't just a personal story about her fertility struggles this is literally spawn con for healthy choice salad dressing it was
0: a salad based and and
1: so she's like it's you know you know being a woman fertility blah 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 healthy choice and so she made this recipe for chickpea quinoa tabbouleh salad with Healthy Choice Dressing. I responded to it personally because I like all of the ingredients. I love tabbouleh. I love chickpeas. I like quinoa. And you know what? I like a quick and easy dinner that you can throw together with the with a bottled salad dressing. So I was like all in on this thing. We talk about it, whatever. We're impressed by Us Weekly's ability to work spawn into interviews. Cut to this weekend. I'm scrolling through the Who Weekly feed. But not even
0: just that, but a socially Mm -hmm. distanced interview over Zoom. It had many levels of expertise in
1: it. Cut to the weekend. I'm scrolling through uh, Who Weekly's Instagram feed, and I see People Magazine tweets, Chef at Katie Lee Kitchen whips up a delicious and healthy dish that anyone can make. And I looked at it, and before I clicked, I was like, she's going to make that chickpea quinoa tabbouleh salad with that healthy choice dressing, isn't she? And guess what? everyone she did she did the same recipe while doing spawn it's like think of a new recipe with this delicious salad i'm sure this delicious salad dressing can turn <laughs> if the into salad dressing is things.
0: supposed to be versatile you gotta think of a new salad and in both of the
1: videos she has the like rainbow array of all of the healthy choice flavors and yet she uses the same one again with the quinoa chickpea tabbouleh salad. Katie Lee, you can do better, okay? I know you can make more recipes. It just felt so lazy and I was like it's so disrespectful in a way. You know, give me something to who? to me. To you? To the audience. Okay.
0: I will okay, say I This salad dressing has incredible representation. Like whoever is representing Healthy Choice salad dressing, whatever flavor it is, what flavor is it specifically?
1: It's Liz Smith. Liz Smith is doing PR for Healthy Choice salad dressing. I mean,
0: whoever is doing the PR for salad dressing, give them the award that PR people get. I don't know what it is Mm -hmm. because they have earned it to get two placements of the same boring ass salad with Katie Lee over Zoom explaining it. Just brava, you know? Katie Lee,
1: is there a way you could work your personal trauma into a recipe for healthy choice salad dressing? (laughs) Like, She's Absolutely. like, yes, but
0: only one specific recipe. So if you want to get it placed elsewhere, I'm only going to have to talk about that recipe. So it's either no it's problem. either
1: laziness or Katie Lee literally eats this every meal of her life. <laughs> so
0: <laughs> Honestly, both things could be the truth, you know?
1: It's not like I am not eating a lot of chickpeas and beans and rice in general and quinoa in, in lockdown. Um, but still, shake it up a little bit.
0: Like a salad dressing.
1: Yes. Um, want to do Rita.
0: What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the who queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one who. Lindsay Bobby, tell
1: us now. What's Rita Ora up to?
0: Who is this woman?
1: We were really nervous last week or i i don't know if i I want to speak for Lindsay, but i was really nervous i was like oh no!" it came
0: out people know they knew scary
1: it was like oh no she's not doing as much this is worrying like what is this going to say for you know both rita's career and also because this is our you know livelihood for this segment (laughs) um and very quickly rita course corrected She was just taking a little breathing um, time. There was this little breathing room and she is back to her own shit. She's back to her bullshit. Do you think this was like a
0: direct response to us though, you think? I mean, I would not want to take credit for it, but I also think maybe it was.
1: I'd like to believe that we are that powerful. I do not believe we actually are. I think pride has a lot to do with it because she loves celebrating pride. She loves to celebrate um, her friends at the LGBTQ community. So, you know, she celebrated pride on her Instagram. She celebrated her mother on her Instagram. She asked, she wondered where her bikini was. This photo that says, I can't find my bikini. But it's her in a bra. And so she's in a bra and shorts outside instead of a bikini. It says, I can't find my bikini. Drunky face. And then there was this. This This
0: one is amazing.
1: It's her doing kind of her classic, I don't really get meme structure right, but I'm going to do it anyway. Which Rita has always done. And it's a photo of her showing ab crack and... Some sort of pelvic crack that I've never really seen before, but it's like pelvic. Do you <laughs> see the pelvic crack?
0: I do. It's or would it, it be called pubic? I, do. I don't crack. want to, I don't want to describe it. I just. I think you I feel would like, call yes, it. You got
1: Pubic crack. Anyway, so she's. She's got ab she's, crack. She's got major she's ab crack. showing. She's, she's engaging and participating in every crack trend, even crack trends I didn't even know existed at this point.
0: Okay, you did not need to send me a zoom in of what you consider to be uh, I crack. Think pubic crack. I really crack, did not need to see I that. I think pubic crack is more pubic accurate. Crack. I think there's just space between like the bathing suit and her body that looks like something.
1: Yes. And so it says, and it, she's posing extremely sensually, right? And it says, them, colon, Rita, get back in the studio me coming just one sec <laughs> and then it's just her posing
0: but it's like her running, away, running away it's she's running away from the she camera. always
1: gets these things like half right which is what's so charming and then she's close here she's closer here she's pretty close can't find my bikini is also kind of a weird thing then she posted it's weird she posted An old video of her singing at Glastonbury, which is a thing she's been doing a lot of in quarantine, just posting a lot of random throwbacks. Then she posted a topless photo, which I really appreciated because we hadn't seen one in a while, her in the mirror. She celebrated pride with balloons. And then there was this headline, which, you know, like the moment I saw this headline, I was like, we're back. You know, it's very, you know, Laura Dern in Jurassic Park, Dr. Hammett, I think we're back in business. Rita Ora's boobs pour from tiny zebra print bikini days after teasing new music. Not That's only perfect. not only is she back on Instagram, she, her boobs are pouring out of her zebra print bikini. Like I love it. They're finally I pouring out again.
0: Right, and then you have this great, very sweet, oh, very yeah, sweet Daily Mail piece where her uh, her mother Vera. Reunited with Rita at the Coswold farmhouse that she's staying at. And they did makeup. Uh, she did her makeup, which is very, very sweet. Uh, and they were reunited at the house and hung out. And Vera was posting this. These are all from Vera's Instagrams.
1: She's recording new music in her Cotswold uh, rental. And it says, hope you're all having fun outside, enjoying the sun. Meanwhile, we're cutting vocals
0: with no air con. Well, maybe you shouldn't have went to a cottage in the middle of nowhere if you wanted air conditioning, mm-hmm. Rita. Look, that, you didn't just, think of that did you
1: it's just nice like life finds a way like rita ha- it says meanwhile it says 29 degrees celsius inside there i don't really know what that means in fahrenheit but i can assume it's pretty hot i can assume it's pretty hot that's
0: 84 that's 84.2 degrees fahrenheit it's
1: probably much hotter inside yeah yeah
0: pretty hot pretty um, hot
1: and i think we're done hot right now she's hot right now so thank you to rita for you know, making us feel better. Thank posting. you for continuing to do you. Thank you to all posting. of you for listening to another episode of Who Weekly during this uh pandemic. We appreciate it. Hope you're doing well. Rate and review us on apple podcasts. Support us on patreon.com/slash weekly for twice weekly bonus episodes. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Call us at 619. Who, them, to leave questions, comments, and concerns. I'm sure we're going to get some good lawyer calls telling us about the Rebecca Vardy, Colleen Rooney account, which would be amazing. Um, but honestly, call about anything you want. We love your calls so, 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 so much. There may be one of my favorite parts of the week is listening to your calls. I think that's true. Thank you so much. Uh, we'll talk to you later. <laughs> See you on Friday with another episode of Who's There. We'll Bye. Talk Have to a great week, later. everyone. Talk Bye. to you later. Bye. I mean, we will.
0: You will it yeah. Yeah, they wanna know. Hey. Mia. Hey. Mia. Come, on, come on, Hey. I to be famous.